the Society Podcast. Oh my gosh, I don't think I'll ever get tired of saying that. Welcome back, welcome back. Every time I say welcome back, that just means we are in it for another good conversation, a sisterly conversation, a biblical conversation, and just something for us to have sound listening to and just chop up our thoughts because I really feel like I cannot be the only one thinking some of these things. (laughs) But first, did y'all enjoy last week's episode with my sister Alyssa? Oh my goodness, it was such a great conversation. And I'm just beyond happy that I was able to sit down with her and just chop it up. I had so many notes, so many takeaways from the nuggets that she dropped. And I'm sure that you did as well. So this week, we're continuing on with romantic relationships. So, you know, last week we were like, let's talk about marriage. And so this week, we're going to kind of continue on this journey of relationships. And honestly, we about to talk about how hard it is out there for a pimp, okay? Like, come on. So who can relate to a guy approaching you or wanting to date you? He wants your number. He wants like you lots of eat. And he's a really great guy, you know. There's nothing wrong with him. He's decent looking he got a good job you know he in the church but you just not feeling him okay because I I hope I'm not the only one because honey whoo can you relate because this is the story of my life okay I mean I have always just felt like I found myself in this place where there have been decent guys that have come and been like Oh, can I get your number? Can I take you out on a date? And I've just been like, I don't know what it is, but I don't like you. <laughs> um, so I just really want to know, like, the rest of my sisters, do y'all have that same issue? Like, honestly, nothing's wrong with him. And so that brings up today's episode, which is he's a great Christian man, but I just don't like him. Oh my God. (laughs) So today is a little different. We're going to just chop it up like good girlfriends and express some feelings on this topic. So I won't get too Bible heavy with this one because I just want to relax, let our hair down and have just a good conversation. Um, But of course, as always, we got to jump into our hot topic, honey. Okay. So I thought the hot topic for this episode would, of course, have to be about the beautiful Lori Harvey and the, oh my, finest wine, Michael B. Jordan. All right. So these two, they rocked our worlds, right? Social media was capturing them every chance they got from when they were out on vacations to when they were celebrating uh, holidays together and birthdays and going out of the country. And I mean, just all kinds of things, right? We just knew like, this was it. Like, such a cute relationship. I thought they had the pet names. I think 
He called her like turtle and they were super cute with each other, commenting on under each other's posts, supporting each other, reposting each other. And we were all like relationship goals because Lori, girl, your roster is like complete A-listers for one, sis. Tell me how you do it. Um, But also like this is the guy that we all have been like, who about to lock him down? And Lori Harvey had a piece of him. And then all of a sudden, Lori was single. And we saw pictures deleted. And we were like, they're not together. What is life? (laughs) And so now word on the street is Lori wasn't ready to settle down. And she went on about her business without Michael. And so, though these are rumors, what if she did decide to say, I'm not ready to get married or I'm not ready for this type of commitment, you know? And so I think a lot of us can agree that Michael is a catch though, right? And I'm sure there were so many people like, but girl it's michael b jordan like it don't get no better than that like he fine make good money maybe he got a pretty smooth uh um personality or like you know he treats you like a queen obviously because he whining and dining and buying and all kind of stuff so i'm sure that that conversation came up so let's just jump into point one for today's conversation, okay? Ladies, it's okay to say no, even if he's a great guy. And so for me, and I'm going to speak a lot personally for this episode. For me, I find myself like, I really be feeling guilty sometimes. Like, dang, like what really... Like, why really would you not be with him? You know, like, he's a good guy. He's in the church. He got a decent job. You know, why wouldn't you be with him? And so this guilt starts to build up a little bit. And then you have the people, like, with what I was saying, you know, maybe a conversation that was had with Lori. Like, girl, that's a good man. You crazy. But it's like, well... Yeah, he can be a good man, but maybe it's just not the good man for me, you know? And so sometimes I think like we allow ourselves to slip into this guilt or I have allowed myself to slip into guilt and I'll just take a date with somebody just because and no, I don't want to be there. No, I have no interest in wanting to like be with this person on any level of relationship, you know, and I'm just like... We got to stop doing that, you know, because in actuality, we end up like kind of um, beating ourselves down. Right. So it's like I have this guilt. I'm beating myself down, but also I'm beating down my standard because I'm falling into this guilt and feeling like, well, I mean, he is a good guy. So let me just go in try it out, which there is nothing wrong with that, because I've had those moments as well. And they end up turning out to be great, you know, people. But I just think that we don't have to fall into that guilt. 
that's something my godmom always tells me. Like, when it comes to a guy and him wanting to pursue you, it is okay for you to say no. You don't have to say yes to everyone. And then also, like, ladies, come on now. Like, sometimes we can be a little thirsty too, okay? And I think, like, we just say yes because we kind of have this feeling that, like, well, I mean, he's decent, he's cool, I'm not attracted to him or I'm not into him, but what else am I going to get? And your goal is to get a man. Instead of just waiting, like, let's not be thirsty chicks, okay? Like, though that term, do we still use thirsty? I don't know. I still use thirsty, so we about to use it today, praise God. So, you know, I think don't be thirsty, Say no. Like, if you're not into him, but you know you have a goal and you know, like, that's one of the boxes you want to check off in life, you want to be married, wait for what God has for you. Don't try to speed up the process because I'm ready to have babies. I'm ready to walk down the aisle. I'm ready to have a wedding. All of those things. Like, y'all, we can be thirsty for stuff and end up finding ourselves connected to somebody we ain't got no business being connected to okay and this is just me because I'm speaking from personal experience like you get connected with people because you think like well this looks like where we're headed and where we want to go so I mean what is it gonna hurt yeah and then also which is something that I find that is beautiful about our hot topic is if it is true that Michael wanted to settle down, but Lori necessarily didn't want to. Like, I think that that's beautiful for us to acknowledge the season that we're in. You know, to know like, okay, who's to say that Lori doesn't want to be married? You know, she could very well want to be married, but know that like, personally, where I am in this season of my life, I'm not ready for that kind of commitment or I'm not ready for marriage right now. And is that okay? You know, and of course, I think even from our points that we received from Miss Alyssa last episode and how the biggest part of a relationship is communication. So maybe there was a lack of communication there before, you know, diving deep into this relationship but I think that is beautiful for us to acknowledge where we are if I don't want to be in a relationship right now I don't have to be and just because I'm a woman doesn't mean that that's my goal in life either and a scripture that came to mind that I want to share on this sub point is a song of songs two and seven. I'm coming from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. And it says, young women of Jerusalem, I charge you by the gazelles and the wild does of the field. Do not stir up or awaken love until the appropriate time. This has always been one of those verses for me that I've like clenched and held on tightly, right? Because we don't want to awaken it until it's appropriate time. Though this is something that we want, there's a time and a place, right? The Bible talks about a time to to sow and a time to reap. And so there is a specific tailored time for you to awaken that love and for that love to just 
um, organically awaken for you. And that's something that I have honestly found so much peace in knowing that when it is time, it is going to happen. But don't try to rush it. Don't awaken it before it's appropriate time. Because, I mean, that could have brought up so many other things. Like, okay, I say yes to you now, but maybe I haven't dealt with my commitment issues. Or maybe I haven't done the things that I kind of want to do, right? Like, I want to be a fashion model, per se. You know, like, not personally, but just in general, this make-believe woman we're coming up with. You know, I want to be a fashion model. I want to be a movie star. Or I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a doctor. I want to be all of these things. Though these things are very possible while having a mate or a husband, um, you kind of start to you can get a little lost or it could delay the process just a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, and I pray that nobody takes this the wrong way because I'm not saying that, you know, if you go and get married at whatever age, whatever stage of life you are, and you continue to build and grow towards what you want to accomplish in life, that is absolutely beautiful. But like for me, I love the idea of traveling and Going and like actually living in different places, right? But do you know how much harder that would be if I had a husband and kids to tag along with me? Because one, if we just think about just the husband, you know, like maybe he has a job where he has to be stationed where he is. Or, you know, maybe I find a job and he doesn't find a job. And then that's a whole nother conversation because we trying to get up and move. And then you add the kids on like kids got to be in school. You want children in a a stable environment. You don't want to be moving this place and that place. It's just a lot to think about. So I just want to encourage us to not awaken love until the appropriate time. And that time comes and I believe that we will have a knowing of when it is time. And it'll probably be in those moments where you like, I'm done, I'm over it. Or, you know, I didn't forgot about that I was even trying to be booed up and kicking it with somebody. Okay. So, yeah. And now to our second point. Y'all know I always come with the points. Okay. Understand why you're pushing him away. So this was a tough one for me, okay? So he's great. So why are you running from him? Like, that's the other side of the story. You know what I mean? Like, because I get it. I totally get the first side that we chopped up, right? That's the side that I just totally identify with. But then there's this other side that you kind of get hit with. And I personally have found myself in this situation. And it's like, he's really great. He's cool. But there's just something in me being like, "Mm, I don't know, you know. And so I just want to know, like, being realistic with ourselves and myself, like, where is this pushback coming from? Honestly, like, let's sit down and break that down. What, where is this pushback coming from? Like, am I still caught up on somebody that ain't even paying me no attention? 
do I need to, you know, go schedule me a few therapy appointments because I still got some undercover daddy issues or mommy issues, you know, or do I need some sessions so I can talk about trauma that I've experienced in past relationships? So now kind of feeling like almost I don't deserve this this great person because of what I've experienced or are you just automatically pushing people away because you just don't want whatever happened before to happen again <laughs> which is totally understandable I totally get it but this is a big one for us I do believe is that why why are we really pushing these great men away Because sometimes we'll find ourselves saying, like, I'm waiting for this. I want this. And God will send it and we'll miss it. And then we'll be like the children of Israel. And it didn't take us 40 years to get to where we at. And by then, I'm barren. Eggs dried up. Powdery. Cracking and ain't nothing coming out. (laughs) I'm just being dumb. But no, honestly, like... Sometimes things are not going to be packaged the way we think that they are going to be. Or, you know, dealing, honestly, with the root of ourselves. Like sitting back and saying, okay, what is going on here? Because I know personally, I'm just going to bear all my myself out to y'all, okay? Here's the tea on Courtney. I have an issue with accepting like this over the top kind of gratification, this grat like people gratifying me or people celebrating me. I get so awkward and even to the point sometimes where like, I'm not even going to lie, it's the craziest thing. I'll be like, why are you feeling like this? But I'll get irritated or like pissed off because it's like, well, why are you telling me I'm beautiful? Or why are you trying to call me? Or why are you trying to blah, blah, blah? You know, like, and I'm like, Courtney, why are you not able to allow yourself to be loved this way? And for me, it goes to, like, so many different areas of life because it's not just romantic, but it's platonic. Like, I've had a friend that has been so loving to me and I have not known how to accept it. And I think that a lot of it is deeply rooted in, well, one, I don't want to get close to people because I kind of suffer with abandonment issues a little bit, right? So I don't want you to get too close. Why are you trying to get too close? Because eventually you're going to be gone just like everybody else has been gone. And that's not fair to put on somebody else, you know? And, like, for romantic relationships, it's the same thing for me. Like, you're going to leave like everyone else did. Or I don't want to get that close because you just lying. And very well they could be. But sometimes we just have to open ourselves up and just love and allow ourselves to be loved. But this was definitely one of those points for me. I'm big on self-reflection, and so this was the thing that made me be like, okay, let's reel it in, because maybe it's not him. 
And maybe he is super great and just the bee's knees. But, and it has nothing to do with him. It has everything to do with whatever is going on inside of me. And that's where that rejection and that pushback is coming from. Because I got some things deep down in me that I got to figure out. But that also can be applauded if it is adequately, you know, assessed um, because it goes back into us realizing what season we're in. Am I season? Am I in a season of self-reflection? Am I in a season of, you know, sitting back and figuring out and learning who Courtney is or whoever I am? You know, because I think we have those seasons and I definitely have had those seasons where the Lord is like, just let's see who you are. And I think every so often we got to get a reset, just like this phone updates every so often. We have to update because we change and we become new people. And so we have to really figure out where these things are coming from that are causing us to not accept the love that we deserve or feel like we're not wanted in situations because we didn't pass through about 15 seasons of life and we ain't dealt with and healed from season two, (laughs) you know? So I'm going to move on. Third point, final point of today's episode Physical attraction can be a standard for us just as much as it is for a man. Listen, because I wanted, I wanted to talk about this one, okay? Needed to talk about this one, okay? Men's first, like, assumption of whether they want to be around us or chit chat with us or check it out and see what's going on like it's what they see that's what draws them but then I feel like in turn when it comes to women and we be like "Uh -uh." they be like dang you gonna do my boy like that and it's like this double standard like you can look at me and be like dang shawty fine but I can't look at your homeboy or you and be like "Uh uh-uh Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> and I think that is so unfair. And I want to know why. You know, that's something that I want to continue to like research and talk about as to why that is the way that it is. Like men can base their um attraction of us off of what they physically see, but when it comes to women. You know, it's kind of like, and we even do it to ourselves. Like, girl, you might be a little ugly, but I mean, you going to go to Eddie V's every night. And uh, for you that, that don't know, Eddie V's is like an expensive steakhouse or whatever. So like, you know, I don't know, you, you know, like how we got here. Part of me feels like because... Men operate from a different level, you know, things are very like plain, have to be cut dry and you have to really explain to a man. I don't think that a lot of men can read between the lines, honestly. (laughs) And so because of that, 
I can just plainly see if I'm attracted to you. As opposed to women, we're a little more um, stirred up in our emotions. So we're going to kind of be a little more like, well, I'm going to get to know him. I'm going to see what's going on. And I can personally say that I've done this where I have dated a guy. He might not have been necessarily the most attractive at first, but because I began to um fall for who he was personality wise you know all of that kind of went out of the door and I wasn't so worried about whether or not he was cute or not you know and he actually began to become more attractive to me so you know I think that could be where it comes from but I think even though men have still have that same capacity to do that as well and then also I just want to say like Physically, I can see whether or not this or you will have longevity. So like the way you look and the way you present yourself shows me one, how you're going to care for me. Because if you don't care for yourself, what makes me think you're going to care for me? That's numero uno. <laughs> And then also just thinking about certain things like, you know, if we want to toss up in the air um, and if this might, hopefully it doesn't go the wrong way. But like, wait, you know, like I'm a girl. I like juicy guys. I like guys with a little meat on them. You know what I mean? But then also like sometimes I got to be like, well, 25 with this belly already like where are we going? Straight to the grave by 45 because we going to have a heart attack. And I'm just playing. But honestly, though, like just being realistic and in, in knowing that the your physical attributes and what you bring to the table physically just by like how you care for your body tells me a lot about whether or not this relationship that you want to embark upon with me is going to have a long lasting um like it's it, that it's going to have stamina because honestly we can't be out here eating everything and like stop making us feel like we we got to want you as if like because the whole thing now is too and I I hope I'm not sounding like I'm talking in circles. But the whole thing now is too like, I mean, we not really fighting for men no more because men and women, the ratio is equaling out now. So as opposed to before, like it was one man to every five women. Now we're at a we're plateauing. So we're even. And so now I got just as much options as you do. And then to that point, though, like, uh, I want to bring up the scripture, Amos 3 and 3, again, in the Holman Christian Standard Bible. And it says, can two walk together without agreeing to meet? And so with this, I just feel like physically, if I don't agree with the way you take care of your body, then I can't walk with you. Because I think sometimes we take that as like 
morality or religious views but y'all know how i am i'm very like let's be practical about this thing let's be human because if i like to dress a certain way then i would love for my man to kind of have a confidence and a swagger about himself as well or if i'm a healthy eater then I want to agree with somebody else who want to eat healthy, you know, and I know sometimes we be playing ourselves and we get in relationships like, yeah, she going to help me uh, lose 15 pounds or he going to help me get in the gym or da, 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 da. Honestly, if you weren't doing that before this person, you know, like I think those kind of things like going to the gym, though, these are things that can definitely be motivated and pushed with the right partner. Like, don't go in with a mindset of like this person is the reason I'm doing this, you know, start making it a. a self thing like I want to do this, but I think with the right partner they will push you to see that in yourself and so it will come from a place of I want to do this for myself and not because I want to do this for my partner so yeah how can like can two walk together without agreeing to to me and so I think that that physical attraction comes in to the agreeance that we have with each other like do I agree and the answer is no Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just playing. But then overall, like honestly, child, I got to look at you. The same way you want me to be sitting pretty and looking cute. Guess what? I got to look at you too. And it's not fair to me for you to just be like, "Well, I can look any kind of way." And then I got to go put on makeup or get my lace front glued down real good or whatever it may be, you know? So I really feel like, ladies, if he ain't the one, then he's just not the one. Though he's this nice Christian guy, though he might, you know, be really nice and you are looking for marriage or wanting marriage to be the goal, like, it's okay to say no as long as we under truly understand why we're pushing this person away. It's okay to say no. And then if you're just not physically attracted to the person, guess what? That's okay as well because they do it to us. They honestly do it to us. If they not feeling us physically, oh, we not finna get a second thought. Like, they about to be like, oh, we, oh, no, I don't want her. And so, yeah, y'all, I think that this has been a great conversation. And I wanted it to be more like girlfriend chat today because I just wanted to, you know, toss a few things up in the air, really get down to the nitty gritty of it all because, like, this is where we are now. Like, I find myself being like, I'm telling guys, no, that people be looking at me crazy, like, why would you say no to him? And I think it's okay. And I, if if that is Lori Harvey's MO, she just wasn't ready, then I am all for it. Know the season that you're in. Know where you are. Don't awaken love before it's appropriate time. Y'all, 
Listen, we are playing chess, not checkers. So let's just, let's keep being mindful and and being present with ourselves and being graceful with ourselves and being okay with saying no. And I think that could toss up a whole nother conversation with being okay with saying no, you know? So thank you, thank you, thank you again for listening and tuning into the Society Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Again, like I said, I just wanted to be like girlfriend talk because I had some things I wanted to get off my chest, okay? And I just really wanted to just chop it up. And um, yeah, so thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Always remember, the more we know, the more we grow, and the more we realize, the more we impact lives. Oh my goodness. I'm your host, Courtney Elise Coleman, and you have been tuned in to the Society Podcast. Love you guys.